Welcome to 2016. Um, 2015 was a really good year. Uh, for me it was. I don't know for how you guys were, if it was bad, good, whatever, but I believe, like Sarah said, God has new things, new areas of our life that are going to be expanding, new things that um, showed up in our life, and God's saying, you know what, guess what, surprise, here it is. So as we go into 2016, we always... We always make New Year's resolutions, and I, I hate those because I never keep them. Because I don't, my New Year's resolution is to not make a New Year's resolution. So I don't ever do those because I'm like, yeah, I'm just gonna like not do it in like three days anyway. So we eat good, and then I eat like you know a six pack of Reese's cups, and um, and that's going light for me. Um, but I, I was thinking about as coming in, I had two weeks off from work, so I was like, totally did all kinds of stuff, really busy. Um, I slept until like ten almost every day. I really enjoyed it. But I was thinking, I'm like, God, wh where are we going in 2016? What do you have for me and, and my personal life, my family, um, and, and the church? And, and I, God was really, really, for the last three or four months, hitting home on me uh, on some things that in my own life I needed to grow in, but uh, and as a church that we need to grow in also. And in the new year, God is going to bring new things. And there's new things that we want. There's things that we want in our lives to see our families change, to see our lives change, to see things just become new, become different. And we can't access that. We can't do that without having faith in God. Faith is a requirement to please God. It says that. And if we look at faith, faith is one of those things that it's like, okay, well, faith is not, well, it'll just pass. Faith is like, oh, it'll work itself out. That is not faith. That is denial of a situation. Faith is, I believe what God says he's going to do, he's going to do. And when he does it, and I believe that he's going to do it, I'm going to receive what he says he's going to give me, what he's going to do in my life. That's what faith is, is believing that whoever, that he who created the universe, who made us says, you are going to receive what I have for you. And faith is our way to access that. So we need New things. How many of you guys want something new in your life for 2016? So six of you do. Okay. Mercy does. Seven. Okay. Okay. So we want new things. We want something new from God. We want something fresh from God. And we want to receive from God. Without faith, it, faith, it is impossible to please God. But Because God is a faith God. When Jesus said, have God, uh, the faith in God, what he was saying is have faith like God. Have God's type of faith that when you believe that he says, hey, all your needs will be met and I will take care of you, your needs will be met and he will take care of you. You know, and I remember when um, this was 2005-ish, 6-ish, before Lana was born, I was in school, Sarah was was working at the juvenile delinquent farm in Walkerville and... Um, <laughs> And was, um, trust me, they turned out more juvenile delinquents than they took in. I mean, it was, uh, it was a, it was a high quality facility. Um, but we were, she was working and I was working part time and going to school and then working part time at, as work study in school. And we're just like, okay. And Sarah's like, we're believing. We're like, okay, we need something different. I mean, like I'm going through school. I can't work a full time job. I'm, you know, I'm struggling to try to work part time doing other things and, and, you know, do the, all the other stuff. So Sarah's like, okay, I'm going to believe for a new job and I can get a good job that I can be home with my daughter when Matt's gone and he, he can be home when I'm gone. And someone said, she goes, um, she said to her, you know what? God has something better for you. God has something better for you. So you don't have to live that way. And I'm not saying that's a bad way, but God has something better than what we think is, 
is available to us. So she's praying and, and um, she's like, God, just give me a, a good job that I can work and be home with my kids and be home with my uh, youngest at the time. When, and she's like, God has something better for you. God has something that you need to... What she was doing, she was telling Sarah, stretch for what God has for you. Stretch for what God has out there. Because without faith, it, we can't access it. it. It can be close to us, but without that faith to access it, to pull it into reality... When Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done, what he was saying is have faith. So what, when God says, what is mine is yours and you can access that, he, you can reach into the, the supernatural realm and pull what God has for us into the natural realm. And what she was doing, that lady was doing was stretching Sarah's mind and, and heart saying, use your faith to believe for something bigger. Believe for something bigger in your life than what is the, the status quo or what you have right now. But... So Sarah's like, okay, I want this, I want this. And, and I was working at Best Buy part-time, working at school part-time, and going to school part-time. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm hustling, I'm trying to get everything done. My grades are suffering. I'm like, because I'm working 30 hours here, I'm working 15 to 20 hours here. I'm trying to go to school. I got a three-year-old baby. No, she wasn't. She was one. Oh, yeah, she was. It was. Man, I'm way off. Sorry, I forget how old she is. She's old now. She's an adult. Um, but she, it was, it was something that was. We were trying to take care of things, you know, and it was, you know, we lived 45 minutes from where I worked and went to school. So, you know, back in those days, we were really po, and um, we had nothing. So it was like we, it was that five dollar gas thing. Hey, we got five dollars gas. Put five dollars in gas in. And then we'll put another five dollars at gas in because that's what we had at the time. And we were like, okay, this is, but the blessing was is this is God gave me that job at Best Buy. We had extra money to be able to afford groceries and not eat ramen noodles all the time. And I'm sick. I never will touch ramen noodles unless I'm really, really hungry. Um, and so we had a little bit of extra money, but she said, there's something better God has for you. God has a greater job, a greater, uh, way of life for you. Sometimes we get so stuck in the way of living that we are, we don't realize that God has something greater for us. And so she's we're praying and Sarah's praying, and all of a sudden I'm standing there and a guy comes up to me and hands me his business card. And he goes, I want, I want you to come talk to me. And I want to give you a job. Not realizing I was talking to his wife while she was picking up her computer, and I'm talking to her. He's like, I like the way you talk to her, and I want you to come in and I want to give you a job. So I go in like three days later and he offers me a job that's more money, more um, benefits, everything. And I'm just like, and then we realize that's what God had for us. God had, had something bigger than us struggling and striving for to make ends meet that God brought us into a place where we could have plenty and have a, an abundance of what he had promised us. So we look at that and we were stretching our faith, believing God, you have something better for us. You have something greater for us, but how do we... Get a hold of that. Faith is how we access what God has. Hebrews 1, or excuse me, 11, 1 says, Faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Faith is this. It's not looking at a situation and saying, well, when I see what I have, then I'll believe that God gave it to me. Faith is saying, you know what? God said He is going to give this to me. He's going to do this in my life. He's going to bring this into my life. And I have, I believe that I'm going to See this even before we see it. It's, it's believing that you have it in your hand, you have it in your life before you actually see it in your life. 
It's believing that when God says, hey, that job that you've been believing for is coming even though you don't see it. And you start to believe and you start to speak and you start to thank Him for that job that you have. And saying, you know, God, you have a better way for me. You have a better plan for my life. And this is what I have. And this is what I'm believing, God, because you spoke this over my life and you spoke this in your word that you would provide all my needs. Faith is the confidence. There's a lot of different translations and I was looking through some of the different translations and it was talking about this. In one of the different translations, it kind of went through and kind of gave and and expounded on the word uh, confidence. And it said confidence that God will do what He says to do. It's basically confidence is the reality, the assurance, the and fully, fully confident that God will do what He says He will do. We can be completely confident in God because God is not a liar. God doesn't lie. God doesn't, you know, hold something in front of your face and then go, oh, by the way, here you go. You're done. Oh, guess what? Teasing you. You ever seen that, the old uh, cartoons like the, uh, uh, Daffy Duck and, you know, Bugs Bunny? They got that dollar on a string and they're chasing it. You know, it, that's not how God is. God is like, you know what? I have blessing for you. I have provision for you. He doesn't hang it out in front of us with a fishing line. He goes, and start and start yanking it in front of us. God says, you know what? I'm going to give some I'm going to give you something in your life, whether it's a job, whether it's peace, whether it's reconciliation with your family, whatever it is, I'm going to give that to you, but you have to be confident that I am going to give it to you. Hebrews 1 or excuse me, 11:6 says it's impossible to please God without faith. Faith is, is, is looking at a situation and saying, you know what, God has a, 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 has a plan for this, and I believe whatever His plan is, I'm going to receive that in His life. Not saying, well, it'll just work itself out. That's denial. Faith is not denying the circumstances. Faith is looking at the circumstances and saying, this situation sucks, but I know God has an answer for it. I know God has an answer for whatever I'm going through right now. God has a better way of living than the way I'm living right now. God has a better way of relationships than I, I have right now. But we access that through God and through faith is how, excuse me, we access it through faith because we believe that He says what He's going to do what He does. You know, New Year's is always that time where people are like, well, I'm going to start over and I'm going to do something new and I'm going to stop doing this and I'm going to start doing this. And, you know, my wife got a Fitbit and she's been, yeah, she's been, Last night she did like, we have a spiral staircase. If you've ever been to our house, she was up and down it like 25 times. She's like, I got to get my flights of stairs in and, and before her and Jade are walking through the hallways racing each other, trying to get as many steps in as they possibly can because they're competing against each other. So people are like, well, I'm going to start doing this. Me, I don't do any of that. I'm like, you know what? If I decide to work out, I work out. If I stop eating bad, which I will probably never do unless the doctor tells me to, um, I will, uh, I will stop eating bad. But so many times we try to, we try to stop something or start something and we're like, well, I just don't like this about myself or I don't like this. I'm going to start working out or I'm going to stop eating or I'm going to stop smoking or don't stop eating. Please don't stop eating. <laughs> eat food. Just don't eat bad food all the time. Don't stop eating. I'm not telling you to stop eating. But, um, you know, a lot of times we, we try to do something new and God wants to do something new in every one of us. God wants to restore our, our hearts, our minds, our, our relationships. God has an area in our lives that needs something, something new. We have something lacking in our life that God says, I want to do something new in. I want to do something new in your life because 
the what the old is not working. I was reading through Genesis, and it's funny because it talks about Noah, it talks about Abraham, and it talks about Enoch. And it says they all walked by faith, and they, they lived by faith, and it, they pleased God because of their faith. These are three guys that basically walked in faith so strong that God just just opened himself up to them and released everything to him. You look at Abraham. He, God changed his name, released blessing into his life in such a huge way that he said, I'm going to make you the father of, of many nations. They're going to be more numerous than the stars in the, in the sky. God released such blessing into his life because Abraham had that faith. He believed that God was going to do when he said, you know what? I want you to leave your family, leave your country, go to a new place. Okay, I'll do it. I want you to take your son up and I want you to sacrifice him. Okay, I'll do it. He brings his son up. God, God was saying, do you have faith in me that the son I gave you, if I ask you to give it up, I will not, won't give you another one. And the promise I gave you of being a father of many nations that you have family members too numerous to count, that I won't give you that. God was saying, just believe in me. Believe that I'm going to do what I said I'm going to do, even if I ask you to sacrifice your son. So he brings his son up there and he's like, you know what? I, can you imagine that conversation? So dad, where are we going? Well, let's go for a walk. Um, you know, hey, pick up the sticks along the way. We're going to need to burn something. Okay. And, and, and they're walking up to this, this place of sacrifice and, and, you know, hey dad, when are we going to get the sheep? Oh, or when we get the lamb? I mean, uh, it'll be there. You know, and just that conversation of Abraham, what's going through his mind? God, you promised me this. God, you've told me this. You gave me this. You gave me a son. I'm a hundred years old and I have a son. My wife is 90 plus years old and I have a son. What are you, what are you doing, God? Can you imagine the conversation in his head? And then God just says, well, don't you believe I'm going to say, do what I said I'm going to do? I know that's what God said to him. I promised you this. What are you going to do? So he's walking up there and, and he gets to the point where he is going to sacrifice his son and, and God sa says, basically sends an angel and says, stop. Abraham had enough faith in God that he was going to offer his own son's life to God in sacrifice that he said, you know what? Now I know your faith is strong. I know you believe what I say. I, I'm going, you, I know you believe that what I say I'm going to do, you believe that I'm going to do it. So he, he takes Abraham and he, he basically tests Abraham and tests his faith. James talks about that the testing of our faith produces uh, perseverance, produces patience. And, and he's like, I tested you. I know your faith is strong. I know your faith is, is able to handle what I ask you to do. So God has these three people. Um, Abraham is called the father of our faith because Abraham left everything he knows. He picked up everything he, he had, everything that he had was very, very wealthy at the point. And he just picked up and moved. So he moves to a new land and God says, you know what? Believe that I'm going to take care of you. Believe that I'm going to do what I've said I'm going to do in your life. And what's really cool about Enoch, it says he walked with God faithfully for many years. He believed God. He walked with God. He had that, that relationship with God that when he said, hey, this is what I need you to do. He believed he was going to do it. Faith is not... Jesus said, faith. if you have the faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. So, faith to us in our lives is very much 
is hard to access sometimes because we're so used to having everything. We have our phones, we have our food, we have, we don't have to worry about where our food's going to come from because, you know, you can buy a pack of ramen noodles. <laughs> we are so well taken care of in this country that we don't have to worry about, oh, well, I don't know if my, my next meal is going to come most of the time. We have so many ways to access things in this country that faith is, is kind of lacking in some areas. Because we don't have to believe God for food. We don't have to believe God for, you know, our next meal. And, and God says, trust me completely, even though you have, I've given you all that you have, trust me completely because there's more I want to give you. If you look at Abraham, Abraham was a, a channel for God to use his wealth and his, and everything that he had given to bless other people. Abraham had so much that he gave it away. He gave it, you know, he, he wins a battle. He takes, he takes and comes upon Melchizedek and he gives him an offering and gives him a tithe, even though he didn't have to. But he knew who he was and he said, I'm going to offer you this tithe. Abraham knew who God was, knew the blessing that God had put in his life and said, you know what? I'm going to access God through faith and I'm going to give what I have to people. I'm going to honor God with what he has given me. Faith is believing that God will say what He's going to do and trusting Him completely even when the situation looks like crap. Yes, you can say that in church. Sorry. Um, there's been a lot of times in our lives where it's like, man, I don't even know what's going to happen. I don't know where... When we were first married, we don't know where we're going to get the money. We need to do this. And, and things showed up. God moved in people to take care of us, to provide for us. And it showed us how faithful God was. It showed me and Sarah how to access God because you know it showed us that even when we're struggling and we're not doing well, God is still paying attention. He's still mindful of us. And He's moving in other people who are faithful and listening to His voice and, and working in our lives. And there's so many times where we look back and it's like, man, God was faithful this time. Just recently with our stove just pumping... Um, black smoke into our house while we're sleeping at 1.30 in the morning. God, wake, God wakes up our youngest and she's just standing at the top of the stairs. Mom, 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 mom. What? Goes back to bed. Wasn't even awake. We go in. Layla, who's sleeping on the couch because she never likes to sleep in her bed. She's a bum. And she likes to sleep on her on the couch all the time. She's laying there and there's this black, uh, there's a chimney fire and there's this black uh, smoke just pumping into our living room. That's God's provision in our life saying, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to, I'm going to protect you. Because we've spoken over our, our family. We've spoken over our lives and said, you know what, God? We believe that you're going to protect us. With long life, you will satisfy us. Show us your salvation over my children. No, no harm will befall them because I believe that God is going to do what he says he's going to do. So we need to have faith in, in our lives and faith in God in every area. So many times we try to, um, well, this is just a good enough. We, we stay with, well, it's good enough now. I don't need to have any more faith for this. And when we get comfortable in a situation, we start to, to slack in it. It's like if you get a, a body of water, the, the reason the Dead Sea is the Dead Sea is because there's no flow, there's no inlet, there's no outlet of the Dead Sea. And that's how our lives can become. When we have faith, in, in areas that say, man, you know what? My marriage is good. My family is good. My, my finances, my job, whatever is good. But I'm believing God for more. 
I'm believing God to bring more into my life so I can do more with what I have. And there's going to be times where, you know what, this is not where I want to be in my life. This is not where my marriage should be. This is not where my job should be. This is not where my relationship should be. And we start to believe God. We start to have faith in God to restore those and bring those into a new, fresh place. We need to have faith in every area of our lives. What are you guys believing for this new year? You know, for me, it's I'm focused on my marriage, my family, my finances, my uh, our jobs, our church, our community. Those are the things I'm believing God He's going to change. I'm not going to go into detail. But these are the things I'm I'm speaking over my life, I'm speaking over the church, and speaking over our community, saying, God, you are going to do something new in this community. You're going to do something fresh in this community. And not just here, but we're reaching out to other areas because, you know what, if we focus on ourselves, we lose, we lose sight of everybody else around us. But we start to believe God and we start to say, God, I want a better marriage. I want a better family. I want a better job. I want, I want these things, God. And I believe, God, that you're going to give those to me. I'm not saying you just believe God to get what you, you want all the time, but I'm saying faith is trusting God in every situation, even when it looks like crap. That you know that situation. You have that, that unshakable faith that God is going to pull you through that and you're going to be able to walk through that. I heard a guy say, he goes, faith is seeing what can't be seen and doing what can't be done. Have the faith to do something that no one else is, is says you're crazy to do. If God tells you, go do this, and people look at you and go, you're crazy. We had some people tell us we were crazy. We had a lot of people like, oh, you're going to start a church where? How many people do you have in your town? I was like, I don't know. I haven't counted them lately. 949. Sarah went door to door, knocked on everybody, just to count. No. But we had faith that God had called us to do what He had asked us to do. We knew that He was going to, to make a way for us to do it. So, when people said, why are you doing this? Why, why don't you move to a bigger town? Why don't you go plant in Fremont? I said, no, Fremont is Fremont. This is Hesperia. If God told me to go plant in Fremont, He would have moved us over in that area and said, well, you're going to plant in Fremont. I had, I had people, some of my good friends tell me, oh, you just need to go do it, do it in Fremont. You'll get more people there. I said, nope, I'm not going to do it. One thing that if you don't know about me, and um, if you tell me what to do, I won't do it. If you tell me, I think you should do this. She got me there. I have had a lot of people tell me, oh, you can't do it in Hesperia. It's too small. You need a bigger town. You need, you need Fremont. I said, you know what? Fremont's got five gazillion churches. I said, I'm not going to Fremont. God called us to Hesperia. He didn't move us to Hesperia and then say, oh, by the way, go to Fremont. God told us plant here. And people are looking at me like, you're crazy. I said, no, I'm not crazy because God told me this. I believe that when God told me to do this, he didn't, he did this for a reason. There's people here because other people believe we weren't crazy. There's people, yeah, thanks guys. We, we thank you. But God said, do something. And we said, okay. Never had, let, just to let you know, churches don't give you how to plan a church classes. Yeah, they don't, they don't tell you, tell you how to do that. A lot of it's trial and error. A lot of error, a lot of trial, and a lot of good things happen. But we believe that when God said, hey, go plant a church, go do this, I knew it was God.
Sarah denied it for a while. She's like, nope, 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 nope. But I was like, you know what? I know this is in my heart. I didn't know what it was. God had put it in my heart. And I was like, he kept saying, I felt like there needed to be a church in his spirit that we could, we could all go to. And not all of you, but like my wife and I, and there was nothing. And I'm like, I'm sick of driving here and driving here and going every, you know, half hour, 45 minutes, an hour to go to, go to church. And I'm not even, even touching my community. I fill up in gas in my community and then I drive back and I fill up in gas and then I drive back and I, and it wasn't reaching anything. And God said, do it. And I'm like, okay, God, what it looks like? Didn't know what I was going to do. No clue. But I said, okay, God, you told me to do this. I'm going to do, I believe that what you told me to do, you're going to supply, you're going to provide a way to do it. And I did it. And so many times it, it was like, People thought we were crazy. I think a lot of people still think we're crazy for doing it. But there was a lot of times where it was like you have that in your mind. You're like, man, is this is this what I should be doing? And God reinforces it with somebody comes and says, man, what you're doing is amazing. Or God just gives you a scripture that confirms everything that he's been talking about. And you're like, yes, that is God. That is what I'm supposed to do. I have faith that God is going to take care of that. When God told us to do this, it wasn't, oh, well, you know, I, I didn't have a complete vision of it. I still don't have a complete vision of it. I see what it's going to look like in, in portions of it, but I don't see a complete vision of it. But I saw something that couldn't be seen. I did something that couldn't been, have been done. You don't, most people don't go to the, the smallest town in two counties and go, hey, we're just going to put a church in the middle of this town. I believed, we believed God for big things. I started, I had to convince her and she finally got convinced for, to believe for big things. But we need to believe for big things because when we believe for big things, a big God shows up. But when we don't believe, when we believe for little small things and we start to, to, well, you know, I guess it's just this and I guess it's just that. Small faith believes for small things. When we have small faith, it's like, ah, it's okay. I just live it like this. I'm okay with it. But when we start to believe for big things, when we have faith for big things in the new year and in our life and for the next 20 years, whatever it is, we start to, we start to, to tap into God's power and start to tap in with the faith that we have into God. And God's like, I'm a big God. I've got a lot of things for you. And you know what? You need to have big faith in order to receive those things. Jesus said it's the size of a mustard seed. You ever seen a mustard seed? It's about the size of like, um, a pop, about the size of a poppy seed. A little bit smaller than that. And Jesus said, if you have that, that amount of faith, you can move a mountain. So the amount of faith in that, that size of a mustard seed is huge faith to be able to move a mountain. So if we have small faith, it's, we're going to start lo- looking and say, uh, we look at it and go, that's eh, good enough. You ever been that? You ever heard that phrase? That's ah, good enough for who it's for. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's how we'll start to believe. That's good enough for who it's for. Oh, that's good enough. I'm okay with it. We need to believe for big things because we have a, we serve a big God who says, I have so much for you because what he gives us is not for us to retain our, what we give, what is given to us is for us to, to spread around. What we are blessed with is not for us to hold on to. What we're blessed with is to, to bless other people, bless the community, take care of communities, take care of people who are in need.
share the love of Christ with them through sometimes giving of groceries, whatever it is, but believe God that he's going to provide your needs so you can provide for somebody else's needs. From the faith that we have, we receive from God and with that overflow, we bless into other people's lives. We serve a huge God who has huge things planned for each one of us. But we have to connect with Him. We have to believe with Him. One thing we have to understand is that when God spoke into existence, God had God set up the, the whole rules of the universe. The fact that we have to speak forth in faith was set into motion when God created the earth. He said, let there be light. So our speaking, what comes out of our mouth in faith or in doubt, will direct where we go in life. So when God spoke into existence, He said, let there be light, let there be earth. You know, He's, he's speaking forth these things into existence. It says the Holy Spirit was glowing upon the face of the, uh, the deep. So God is, is speaking those things in faith and the Holy Spirit's doing His work and creating things and, and moving things and creating what there was. So we serve a huge God who has huge plans for us, huge things for our lives. And we have to have that faith and just say, you know what, God, whatever you ask me to do, I'm going to do. To be completely confident, fully confident that he is going to do what he says he's going to do. So when we access faith, we're going to go on this in the next couple of weeks. We're going to talk about faith because I believe we need to, to grow that. If God is asking us to do things that you guys know he's asking you to do this next year, it's going to take some faith to access some of that stuff. We need to be completely confident that when He asks us to do something and then He says, hey, I've got this for you, that He is going to fully take care of us, fully provide for us, and fully supply every need we have above what we have. So we serve a huge God who wants to bless people. And I'm not talking, hey, He wants you to have millions of dollars so you can hoard it. He wants wealth in our lives so we can bless other people. He wants provision in our life to help other people. He wants peace in our life so we can give peace to other people and bring everything that His kingdom has to earth. That's why when Jesus said, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. He's saying so joy, peace, love, those things that He has in His kingdom that we can access those on earth and bring those to people. But we have to access God through faith and believe what He says He's going to do. I, I, I never, I didn't, when God asked us to do this, I didn't see what God was going to do. I didn't see us going from our house to the library to this to wherever He's going to bring us. We got lots of room to grow. There's like three other gymnasiums and there's like a cafetorium. That's pretty cool. But I believe that God is going to grow us. Not just as a, 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 not just numbers, but God is going to grow us in such a, a unique way this year. In faith, in love, in patience, in kindness. He's going to grow us so that way when we do go out to the community on a regular basis, we have something that the people need. Jesus didn't walk around with something people didn't need. He walked around with something people needed. The, uh, he's walking through, I believe it was Jericho and, and, I believe it was Bartimaeus, he cries out, Son of David, have mercy on me. And he, and he br- comes up to him and he's blind. He's been blind 
for a very long time. I don't remember if it was from birth or not, but he, he's like, I want to see. Jesus is like, oh, I got some food. Here you go. No, Jesus said, I have something you need. And so he heals them. And it says from that moment, he followed Jesus because he knew who he was. He knew who he was before he even saw him. He had heard about him. He heard that Jesus was healing people and he had faith that he could access Jesus and be healed. So Bartimaeus cries out and he's like, son of David, have mercy on me. And Jesus walks over to him and he heals him. And he's like, he knows that he's the son of God before he gets healed, but that just re- when he gets healed, it just re- puts a new confidence in him. And he said, you know, he follows him because he knows he's the son of God. He knows he's the savior and he follows him because he knows that he is the one. So this year we serve a huge God. Believe for big things. Don't believe for small things. Believe God is going to do big things in your family, in your job, whatever it is. Believe for big things because God wants to give us big things. Let's pray.